Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 980. Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of Sports BOK Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws, in the building. We got Jeff, yeah. we got Aaron, we got yeah. D rocking yeah. out. Uh, just for starters, before we get into our question of the day, did y'all, did any of y'all see the PBS jump, the Nas with the, uh, the, uh, the National Symphony Orchestra? They did the, uh, he did his album, um, down at, uh, the Kennedy Center. Like, they had a little PBS special for the jump. Nah. Y'all peep the Oh, my God. Oh, come man. on, man. Y'all, y'all got to peep the jump. It's a, it's a must watch. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's music at the highest form, though. It's music at the highest form. But I just, it's a shout out for that. Because, I mean, we don't have good music. Like, That's right. You already know. So, just check it out. Um, Nas, the PBS special, National Symphony Orchestra. Um, yeah, he hits all, all of his songs, whatever. But with the orchestra behind the joint. And do you, and you love music, dog. So, you yeah. just going, you going to super appreciate it. Try, yeah. Trust and believe. Um. On our question for the day, question comes in. Oh man, I read it earlier, so I'm yeah, this young need help, though. Cannot win with uh, it. Around two years ago, my fiance, now husband, and I broke up shortly after. I started seeing another guy. He was married, but separated. And there was an undeniable spark and attraction between us from the second we met. I was madly in love with him. And if I'm honest, I still have very strong feelings for him. Very long story short, some complications came up with his wife and son in custody and divorce, so we stopped dating. The last thing I wanted was to cause an issue with his son. After we stopped dating, I was devastated and knew that the guy I previously was with would take me back and we could be some kind of happy, which we are. This all happened within four months or so. The issue is that shortly after I married my husband, a month or so, I discovered that I was pregnant with the other guy's child, a girl. We had talked about kids in the hope that one day we might have one together and we both wanted a little girl to share our lives with. And just after I learned the gender, I had a miscarriage. What? I'm still so heartbroken over it. I want to tell my ex, Bro, can you read? but it's been so long and I'm married and he's, he's seeing someone else. I just don't know what to do. I feel so alone. No one knows except me. And I feel like he deserves to know. But at the same time, I don't want to cause trouble with his new girlfriend. What do I do? Oh, man. Damn, son. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hold on, does her husband know? Doesn't sound like it. 
So the husband doesn't know she was pregnant, or he doesn't know it was the other face. Right, that's what I mean. Ah, they don't know. Cannot coach with him. Ah, can't do it. That's, that's my that's my question right there. Is does the husband? But, but I, I would I would I would yeah, think that he I would think that he I would think I mean that the reasoning I would think that he doesn't know because she says that she feels alone with the miscarriage. Like if she was pregnant, that's right. You already know, and he knew he would know. When she be like, I don't have the baby anymore, or like her stomach's not getting any bigger. Like, you no, know what I'm saying? Part, like that part he knew. I'm talking about the fact that that wasn't his child in that stomach. That's that's what I'm talking about. No, he didn't know. Her her current husband didn't know oh, that she had a miscarriage. Because she says, she says, I feel so alone. No one knows except me. And I so, feel like he deserves to know. Time out, time out. If you were pregnant long enough to know the gender. Right. So this is where we need a woman's expertise. How long does it take for you to be able to say, okay, this is a boy or a girl? I'm assuming it's still from the sonogram. So Yeah, it has to be from a sonogram that you can right. see. Right. It's not like she was three weeks pregnant and had a miscarriage. Right. I figured it would know if she was pregnant. I mean, some people don't show like that though. Yeah, some people don't show. And some people don't even show through the whole pregnancy. You can't even that's, tell the yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, that too. It's definitely a possibility that he didn't he didn't know anything. Like obviously her being pregnant, let alone if, you know what I mean, that was his kid or whatever. But I mean, not to like kind of brush off what she's saying. And I mean, uh, you know, like they've like people have spoken to or women have spoken to like that that postpartum and you know, those type of things and symptoms and her having a miscarriage, like like she said, I'm sure that's hard. Um, my thing would be like does she not have any friends like to discuss this with? I mean, I don't see the point of telling the other dude, like like she said, and kind of ruffling up his feathers because, I mean, as cruel as it may may be, like, or sound like she doesn't have a baby. So, like, you know what I mean? Saying that and kind of throwing that into, you know, his situation, it doesn't really seem necessary. Like, I feel as though, like, she, like I said, probably should talk to some friends or maybe just go to, um, you know, a therapist for a couple of sessions or whatever like that. But, I mean, if her husband doesn't know and dude don't know, I mean, I don't necessarily, like, because even, like, if she tell the dude and he's now moved on, like, it might be, you know, might make things worse. He might kind of lean on her, you know what I mean, for not knowing. Or he like, well, you don't got a baby. So, I mean, why are you telling me? Like, I mean, it's just a bunch of questions there that I feel as though, you know, they don't really need to kind of, she don't really need to kind of bring that into his current situation. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with you, Jeff. I agree. Like, she might definitely want to need to uh, see counseling or talk to a therapist or somebody, you know, I, I don't know if she has a friend or somebody she can uh, divulge this information to, you know, a prayer partner or something. I, 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 at this point, it's not going, you don't, I don't think if you tell your current husband, that's just going to open up Pandora's box. I don't think that that is necessarily the solution either. Um, I don't know. I mean, he is your husband, though, and you are married. So you should be able to bring any kind of thing that you're dealing with to him. But the fact that you want to go back to the... You should. But the fact that she wants to go back and t- tell the other dude, it seems like there's a there's a hidden agenda there. And it's not really about, like, getting... Um, maybe she wants to be consoled by him personally uh, throughout this, this situation. 
That's right. You already know. But, uh, it just could. It could backfire. He could not care and just be like, oh, for real, like, oh. I feel like she's you more concerned about the, the the ex, the boyfriend, than the than the husband. In my opinion, that's the sense yeah. that I get. It sounds like she just wants to have an excuse to have some like last connection with the dude. You know how I like if you cut somebody off and two weeks later, where they don't think you really done, they hit you like, "Oh, I left an earring, or I left this." And it's just some reason to basically be able to have some type of dialogue. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I, and that's a deeper yeah. issue that needs to be addressed in, in therapy or counseling. Um, yeah. Why it is you feel the need to to satisfy that need um, in that situation? Yeah, but, yeah. Know this: it, it, you're more concerned about destroying his life, but that could potentially destroy everything you've you have as well. So while you're thinking about him and his current, you know, relationship with his girlfriend think about your marriage because it's going to drastically affect that if your husband doesn't know. That's what we're all assuming here. I mean, that, yeah. that can really change the thing upside down and you're more concerned about him, but you need to be more about your family. <laughs> and if they doing this to me? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the thing, the thing to me is because I've been kind of hearing like these situations like a lot lately. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand like why people don't you know speak to somebody or get out certain type of feelings whether that's with um you know speaking with your soon-to-be husband or wife or you know friends or whatever before you just go up and get married like if you still got all of these um you know i guess feelings or whatever for your ex and like i mean should you really be getting married nah, nah. i mean like i guess i mean i guess that's well, common sense but I just don't understand, like, like I said, and I'm bringing it up because I've been hearing this situation yeah, a lot lately. It's, yeah. It, well, well, truth be told, in this situation, this this young and her turnaround times in relationships is very. Like, you ain't lying, though. She said four months yeah, later. Four months. <laughs> yeah, and then just wanted to decide, like, oh, I want to get married, and she went back to the dude because she knew he would take him back. I mean, like, there's a lot of different um, dysfunction. Just in how this young and no disrespect to to whoever this is, but you know, dysfunction in how you're navigating these situations and the fact that you're jumping from people to people and you're making these like these grave commitments um without really like kind of putting closure to, you know, chapters and aspects of your life or your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Clearly that you have some some attachments there, um, and that, you know, is, is basically unaddressed. And the way that you're seeking to address it is not the best way. I I, I just wouldn't recommend it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't even got. I, I don't. Yeah, there's no pretty way of doing this. There's no. It's just gonna be ugly, no matter how you slice it. In my opinion, so yeah. yeah. But but you probably want to open. I I would say advice. You probably want to start to open the lines of communication with your your husband, the person that you're you're with. Um, you know. The fact that he didn't have a clue and you feel all alone and you want him to support you, you know, or you want support. She's scared, though. She's going to lose him. That's why she didn't tell him in the first place. You know what I'm trying to say? He had consolation, consolation prize, though. She didn't want him in the first place. So, I mean. What more do you want from me? <laughs> oh, so, if he took her back God. after she ran off with some other dude, I mean. He with her now, so I guess oh he's gonna God. stick around. Uh, 
Constellation Prize. Talk of speaking of Constellation Prize. What do the Patriots get, though, for losing to the, uh, to the Eagles in this game? Well, what are y'all thoughts in the game? So I, I kind of gave my, my sentiments. Go check out BOK TV. You can hear my thoughts in the game or whatever. All my apologies to Eagles fans and all that stuff. But D, why, Jeff. Why? why would you apologize to Eagles fans? Because I, just, cause I went in on them, dog. And I said they had no chance. And I was, uh, you know, you know, you. I, you know how I sice to the next level. You know what I mean? I'm like, Eli, I'm like, I'm like Elon Musk with the Rockets. I'm sicing all the way. You know what I'm saying? So. He's lying. He lying. Oh, my uh, God. What are y'all thoughts in the game? What, what was y'all? And so, I mean, I, I would say this. I would say the game was a great game. Um, in terms of, I didn't think we, the scoring would be that high. You know what I'm saying? The score was about 41 or 33. I didn't think, it, I thought both defenses play, were, were playing pretty well football in the playoffs to not the score being that high. Um, I think the Patriots played the Patriots game. I, I felt like the Patriots knew they were outgunned against the Eagles. To, to me, the Eagles had a better talented team than the Patriots. And just the fact that the Patriots hung around was because of good coaching. But the Eagles clearly had the better squad. And they had, you know what I'm saying? So when you watch the overall game, I just felt like the the Eagles head coach, he never let up. He never got conservative. He never got scared. He kept calling aggressive. And he didn't let just the name Patriots intimidate him. You know what I'm trying to say? And they were able to pull that winner. I mean, to call that fourth down play with the trick play in the round, halfback pass and to, to Foles was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that, the average coach is not going to call. It's like when Sean Payton called that onside kick when, when the Saints, you know what I'm saying, beat the um, beat Payton Manning. It's like the same thing. It's like you don't, coaches typically don't do that. And you got sometimes you got to take chances to get that win. So, my question is though, when this season is over, how the Patriots are going to look? Because they lost a lot of their assistants. They lost a defensive coordinator. Um, they lost their offensive coordinator. Uh, who knows how much longer Tom Brady has? You know, there's always the rumors with Bill Belichick. If he really wants to stay in the Patriots, you got players upset. You got Malcolm Butler. There's a whole lot going on with this loss with the Patriots. It's feel like everything is starting to like fall down. The house of cards is starting to fall down a little bit with the Patriots. And they may not be that same dynasty for the next, you know, whoever. Like maybe next year going forward, who knows? Give the Jets a chance or the Bills a chance or the Dolphins a chance to win that division. Don't size the Jets. Jeff? I mean, yeah, like like uh, D said, I mean, Peterson, he stayed aggressive. I mean, it's a lot of times we talk about, um, you know, coaches – whether it be against New England or just in general, they, you know, take their foot off the gas when they, you know, get a lead and they are more focused with trying to hold on to the lead instead of continuing to play the way they've been playing or call the way they've been calling the game. And yeah, Peterson didn't let up. And, you know, like the Patriots defense, they got torched. Um, like, as you mentioned, the Malcolm Butler situation, I mean, I don't get it. Um, I'm sure more info will continue to come out on that and I mean at the end of the day this time like you know Brady didn't get it done I mean he was trying to do too much on that play where he fumbled like it was second and uh, two with 2.15 left they had a timeout and a two minute warning so I mean if you just go down and take that sack it's maybe second and ten at the max and you know you still or third and ten 
And like I said, you you still have the two minute warning, you still have a timeout, and you have two downs to get the first down. Like he saw the rush because it was right in his face. It wasn't a case where um, it was a blindside hit. So I mean, at the end, like he ultimately ended up, you know, costing them in that situation. Um, obviously, the D notwithstanding. But I mean, this is a lot of the times what people, you know, say when it comes to like Peyton Manning or. Uh, or Aaron Rodgers like a lot of times they always have to play perfect and you know Brady has had the luxury of having that defense as great as he is and you know a lot of people you know say he is the greatest of all time I mean I probably will say it too but with my eye test and just all the years it took me a long time to I always when I watched the two play I just always thought Peyton Manning was the best and he never had the, the coaching as far as defensively, and he took four head coaches to the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom has, you know, had the luxury of having Bill the whole time, and who, you know, was probably the greatest coach of all time. So Brady's great, but in that situation, he was trying to do too much. And I mean, five and three don't look as good as six and two, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's still a lot what of more Super Bowl wins and a lot of appearances. Me? So I mean, but yeah, he he didn't get oh it done there. <laughs> Does this hurt? Does this hurt Tom Brady legacy? Or is he is going to It does in a way. Yeah. Like he still it's he still got more than everybody else. That's like a billionaire losing a billion dollars the other day in the stock market. They're still richer than everybody else. <laughs> that being said, they had started, they kind of jinxed him with putting him on that Jordan plateau before right. the game even started. And everybody Which was stupid about, anyway. Right. Like he had already won the game. And so when you start that narrative and people start having those conversations before the game is won and you end up losing the game, it's like you have to come up with a whole different narrative because like Jeff said, he's the re like he his mistake cost him an opportunity. And everybody else in the world was basically sitting there waiting for Brady to just pull off his magic again to come back and you know what I mean, have everybody pissed off. So it definitely affects it, but it doesn't like it's not, not crazy. People saying he's the best to saying, oh, he's not even in the top 10 or nothing like, nothing crazy. Right, right, right. Exactly. Because if, if the thing is, if you're going to say winning it would have bumped him up, then, I mean, you have to look at losing it in the same way. Even if winning it would have bumped him up more and, you know what I mean, on people people's pedestal or in people's eyes, like losing is still, it's still a ding because, I mean, five and three, you know I mean? it's you it's a couple over 500, but... And I mean, like, like, like you said, Aaron, like he still got five of them bad boys, but like he got three losses. And a lot of times, even in them other games, like it really, it came down to the wire. Like he didn't have, it wasn't like he ever had a Super Bowl where he blew the team out. And like, right. and even with the Jordan comparison, which is a stupid comparison, like Jordan, he, he would dump you off. He didn't even need a game seven. He like, I'll take care of you real quick. That would have been like if Brady had a game where he dumped the team off. And it's like, you know, everybody knew, like, like basically how Atlanta started the game and how that was going. Like, Brady never had a game like that in the Super Bowl and finished them. And a lot of times, like, people also look at that when, you know, you just talk about things on the on the resume, you know. And I, Joe, 4-0, you know what I mean? Three, three MVPs, dump, dump teams off. I mean, so you still have that contingent that'll say that he the best because Bama never lost. And he never threw an interception in the Super Bowl. He had 11 touchdowns to, to zero picks. So, you know. Yeah. And another, another thing, yeah, to take into context is the same people who say he's the greatest ever and had already started the parade for him are the same people that knocked LeBron, even though he's been to 
as many championships as anybody in the modern era, basically every year. The fact that he's lost some, they use that to knock him down as it compares to Jordan. You have to translate that same argument um, if you're going to use that as the bar when you try to say, that's why LeBron is not the best. You can't go to football and all of a sudden be like, oh, no, nah, we're going to change the rules and move the ball. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, 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 I'm in a total agreement. No rebuttal there. Uh, what's the bar for, for Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins? Last week they had a trade. Um, you know, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit. Aaron's kind of talked about it a little bit. You know, is this a good trade? What, what are your thoughts, Jeff, young fellow Skins fan? You know, what do you think about this this uh, Alex Smith trade? Kirk Cousins maybe signed to the, you know, they try to sign and trade him with this whole debacle. What do you think is a good move? You think it's Bruce Special 101? Or, you, you know, you upset? You throwing your remote at the TV? You selling your tickets? What, what, what's, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I'm I'm cool with the move just from the standpoint of like I believe they're similar, but I think Alex Smith is better. Alex Smith has been proven to lead his team to the playoffs multiple times. Now, he hasn't gotten over the hump in the playoffs. I think some of that is him. I think some of that is coaching. Um, but and then for the value uh which you're getting them at to where, you know, all of us have the issue you know, that was our major issue with the whole curse situation is he him wanting around or just under 30 million dollars a year that would mess up the, the cap for the ability to fill out the team around him. So I think with the Alex Smith deal now, you know, people won't argue to say that they don't necessarily trust the Redskins front office with that extra money. But I mean, at it. the end of the day, we just got to see it play out. Like they've they've gotten better. Some of that, obviously, or a lot of it, can uh, be traced to um, McLuhan, um, you know, setting up the the guys and drafting well. But the reality of it is, they're here now. Jonathan Allen's gonna come back. I think our defense suffered when he went out. Um, you know, uh, Josh uh, Norman he missed some time last year, and we still were one game under 500. I think another year to draft. Um, more experience. I think Alex Smith's uh, leadership, I think it's a good enough uh, roster uh, for us to be right there and, and have play. Like Alex, The reality of it is Alex Smith gets his team in the playoffs. And so it's just going to be a matter of we have to draft a quarterback to groom for the next few years. And so we don't have a system. It could be we could be set up like the Chiefs, where then we can move on, um, you know, seamlessly to the next guy, and 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 not have to put ourselves in this situation where we're being hamstrung to pay a guy all this money when they're not really worth that money. Let me ask this question: The Browns hired Scott McLuhan as a consultant what? for their team, Bro, and now he's going to be handling consultant privileges for the Browns. Yeah. Uh, I think that's another knock on Bruce in this regime here. The fact that well, they, it's, they it's Daniel, Scott McGloin. <laughs> but I'm I, but I, going to say Scott, I, mean, I, I feel like, you know, it's like when you you in the house and then your little brother do something and then you go tell, run the mom first, like, yeah, mom, he did this, he ate up your, your cake in the fridge, and it's like, what? Come here, boy, you can get a spank, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Bruce did that with Scott McGloin, like, try to, you know, basically play that hierarchy level to always keep himself in position. But, you know, 
He was I'm jealous. just not so. He was jealous because everybody in the fan base, including the media, just lit up and started giving Scott all this credit about the moves he was making, and Bruce could not stand that though. Oh, and then all they would say is that Scott, we trust. Like, I, I, young, it didn't matter what happened. Bab was just, it was like, young, Scott, we trust. <laughs> like, but like, see, no, they just gave away four, four first rounders. And Scott, we trust. Bab was see, look, so that's like, the, <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing why I say, like, you know, it falls on Dan because obviously we saw how this situation played out in um, San Francisco. Now, the skins, it hasn't been like that because we, at the end of the day, we did have a quarterback in place. Like, Although we we might not love uh, Kurt, like Kurt is not no scrub. You know what I mean? He, he can play, nah, and so like you know that's the reason we didn't fall off. You know what I mean? The wagon, so to speak, like San Francisco. But like as the owner, you have to step up and be like, look, man. Like the bottom line is y'all both gonna be here, and y'all need to work it out. But that wasn't the case, and you know he sided with. Bruce Allen like the Bruce Allen is, is is Dan's boy so like like you said when Dan come to him off of like a situation of him being jealous and like oh it's something gotta give like you you start to hear all the slander and the tip the, the typical things we hear when a when a uh, team is getting rid of a player like how they like to slander players that's what we start hearing about McLuhan and, and next thing you know he was out of there and so like, like I said, that's why it's on Dan. Yeah, he got the job. I mean, I think that's a big time move for them. I think that's a big time move for the yeah, brand. Definitely going to help them because they they're searching for a quarterback, and you're going to need so, someone like McGloin to to get. So a quarterback. speaking of which, McGloin came out and said that he's high on Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, of course, that's what I said. I don't see. Is why. this a shot? Is this a shot to 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 take another landing spot for Kurt away? That's. I mean, not just with him coming out and making those comments, but the fact that he's the consultant. If the Redskins were going to franchise tag Kirk and trade him, the Browns is who they had in mind. It wasn't Denver. It wasn't anybody else. They were the ones who had the ammunition to give him a high pick. They all have a high pick and still pay him the most money because I don't think Denver's going to give him $30 The Jets and Browns, I think, are the only two teams that would be trade bait for the Redskins if they tag them. So that basically removes that option, I feel like. Yeah, and plus, and plus, uh, just McGloin, um, as you mentioned, going on board, I mean, he's never really been, like, super high on Kurt. I think he would, you know, he was wanted Kurt for the right price, but right. not the type of money that, you know, he was asking for. So, like you said, like, even even with whether it's, you know, him throwing another quarterback's name out there or just the fact of him getting that job, um, as you mentioned, I think that might have kind of taken away an option for the Skins. Uh, back to quarterbacks, since we're talking about quarterbacks here and, and who you go with, uh, the Eagles got a little... Uh, Come on, I think they got it. a little issue. Oh, oh. Why you doing that? Yo, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, man. He is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Listen here. Listen here. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. You got to realize he was like the Jeff Hostetler. And that's what I said after he won the joint. Like, Not Kurt Warner? Not Kurt Warner? No, because Kurt Warner dog. played a whole season and whole did it. Whole season, dog. He only played three games and did it. So it's different. And, and so don't, don't get lost in the fact that he won that chip in a short period of time because... To me, like Hosteller, he he won with the Giants in 90. 
and then the Raiders paid him a lot of money to be their starter, and he and he wasn't he that. Didn't do, he didn't do, and he was fairly yeah. young. Whereas Doug yeah. Williams was older because he yeah. also had yeah, like a subpar up. career right. after that because he, he did the same thing. Now I like Nick Foles, and I don't think Nick Foles is a bad quarterback. Nah, but, nah, I, nah. but he will be a sought after quarterback after this performance. Don't get it twisted because he went against the Patriots against that defensive screen scheme that everybody touts being so great and he he shredded it they shredded that scheme he was making some throws i was like wow yeah. i was kind of impressed yeah. the two impressed that, no. that, no. that one the that outside jeffrey joint i was like crazy <laughs> yeah. on the money though the corner around he threw to the like in between the safety and the corner joe that just like dropped in a bucket i was like and and i i can't remember i think it was a third down that joint where he threw it like uh across the middle of the field and like uh, like split the defenders the, like Aguilar on that third yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness though. I was like it's no way Kurt can make that throw nah, he, nah, he wouldn't be all. confident to make it even if he even if he could like he, he yeah, doesn't he don't have an arm either for yeah. I mean if we're going to talk about quarterbacks I mean to me there's there's quite a few quarterbacks that's going to be on the market I mean granted the draft has good quarterbacks but also there's going to be a couple of like solid quarterbacks in the free agency you got Kirk Cousins who's going to look to get paid Alex Smith is already gone Everybody's assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get re-signed by the um, 49ers. And then you have the three that are in Minnesota, Keenum, Bradford, and Teddy Bridgewater. And then you have in Buffalo, maybe, I don't know if Tyrod's going to be there or not, because they kind of hate well, on I'm Tyrod. Just, I'm just saying, like, him being a quarterback that could be on the market for Yeah, somebody. he could be on the market, potentially. And then, of course, you got Nick Folds from, from right. Philly. And then you have, like, A.J. McCarron. But he's on the contract. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh, yeah, he got a year left. But yeah, somebody yeah, might try to trade for him, though. That's true, too. You know? No, what y'all going to do, D? He said, what we going to do? We going to draft the quarterback. We're not going to pick one up in free agency. Y'all taking Keenum, though? Nah. Nah. Eli ain't going nowhere. Eli ain't going nowhere. Yo, ain't nowhere. Yo, how long are they going to They they probably give him until so his contract yeah. runs out. That's when he will retire. But in the midst of that, he is not. They're not going to trade Eli and, unless he has a getting, horrible performance. Right, and they're getting uh, Shermer in their offensive mind, and everybody's excited with that. So yeah, you so you definitely got to see what you know what Eli can do with that, and then Odell coming back. Yeah, so, oh, you know what? I, you know what? I'm interested in the scene. No one's really talking about is from the Colts. Brissett, you know, Andrew Luck, he may come back. Brissett's very young. Like, will they need to have two quarterbacks like that on the roster? You know, oh, he's, yeah, because they're like, 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 so they're gonna keep him. I think they're gonna keep. Yeah, they're gonna keep him. I think so. Because luck, you, he hasn't. He didn't play all last year. Missed half of the year before that. So right. I'm not betting on him being healthy for a 16 game. Yeah, well, we're gonna see how this quarterback shuffle gonna pan out. Just need a quarterback. Yes. Browns need a quarterback. I think the Jets may get Kirk Cousins. Y'all saying the Browns? I think the Jets need him more than I think that that would be a better situation, in my opinion. Than but can he handle the New York media? That's the no. one thing. That's oh the no, reason. he will no. fold like he, a cupcake. Cannot win with him. But listen He's though, big. he was still in a big market in Washington. He wasn't like he was in a small yeah. market. Here. No, but it's but different, dog. They had the RG three situation that saved what? him from Northern Virginia, dog. It was a black and white thing. It wasn't just it was about a black yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Money, dog. If he get max money and then the Jets are waiting to get their Super Bowl right. like the Eagles just did, dog, right. they would slaughter that Bama's break. 
fireman gonna come out there and blow his house down with the fire hose and everything, dog. He ain't gonna be, no. He wanna be in Jacksonville where there's no pressure, no real pressure internally in that market. So it might be pressured nationally because right. we saw how good they were, but right. he's not every day having to deal with a, like a hundred reporters in a room waiting for, you know what I mean? Hanging you on know, the edge of the birdies. I can, you know what, I, can I think see. it's also a good um, potential fit, uh, Arizona, you know, cause they got talent yeah, on offense yeah, and it's true. warm weather. You know, like, and like you that. said, their market's not major like that. And they got a, a pretty good defense still, too. I'm going yeah. to just say this. I'm going to say this. If that market close up quick, like, let's say, let's say, you know, league year starts and the teams that made their selections, got them some quarterbacks, and then Kurt is, like, on the outside looking in, you uh, might. Don't be surprised. Because he, he, may, he may be. He may be. If, he, if the Redskins don't tag him, he's going to be the first one off the market. Yeah, he's I, they I don't, yeah, negotiating. Think, yeah, he's the number one quarterback on the market. You right? think more than Keenum? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They talking about Keenum still was because Keenum still was one year. Like Kurt has been putting no, no, numbers no. for for no, 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 right. but, but but what I'm saying is he may be the first touted. They may bring him in. They may say, okay, yeah, we looking at you know do a deal, and he might be playing hardball with the numbers. And then boom, quarterback gets signed over here. Boom, quarterback gets signed over here. Them teams gonna want to take the best guy though, son. Like they ain't gonna just like they gonna be working with him because he's nah, the best. I, 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 listen, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is if he if he and his agent is playing hardball and they like, we want this number, we want this number, and they like, uh, I don't know. And they, you know, they letting them go other places, young. He might be odd man out. It is more about them. Than it is about and the then team. did but not have to go to a bum team. He might be like, "Young, I only have his option to go to this team. Like, I want to go to this team." He may he's be willing. The guy, to We're closer to the situation, so we know he's not that good. To the rest of the league, this is basically Drew Brees coming on the market to the rest of the league without quarterbacks. He's the, I guess, the highest rated quarterback, quote unquote, what most of the people are saying to come on free agency in like 20, 30 years. Though he's gonna be the first one signed, and also the amount of money it's gonna take to sign him. You can't do the rest of your free agency until you know if he's going to sign or not. Right. He's going to determine what else you can do. You can't play around like that. They're going to know before free agency starts. When that open negotiation period starts, you're going to hear the numbers to the contract come out before uh, March 14th even starts. So yeah. should the Redskins franchise him? They should. Because y'all get a third-round pick for Alex Smith. You got to get some. Y'all gotta get that pick back, man. You got to get something for him. You'll probably get more than that. Y'all, y'all think you're that saying, a team... So you saying you take the risk? Gonna, yeah, that's what I was going to say, ass, man. You, you think a team is going to like, be like, uh, all right, we're going to give you this. So Bama's going to be like, you know what? We chilling. I mean, that's the one yeah, thing about that. One thing about a franchise tag is you have to give up, what was it, the first and the second round pick? Two first round picks. Two for, oh, yeah. That ain't going to happen. I don't, I don't see nobody giving up two first rounds for Kurt. But that's only if they sign him and then you don't match it. You, if you tag him and trade him, you can trade him for whatever you want. So does he have to sign the tag or it's just automatic? Yeah, he has, yeah, to, he sign. has to sign the tag if, for the trade. So if he doesn't sign the tag, what, what, what's the, what happens? It holds up that 34 mil. Yeah. But I mean, it'd be, hard, it'd be hard to imagine him not signing it because that's 78 million in three seasons. <laughs> like, hey, it holds up. Go ahead. Nah, I was just gonna say, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know he want to sign, sign, uh, sign a long term deal, but me inking a contract that ensure that I made seventy eight million in three years, like, I mean, that I think that's something. He wants long term money now, man. He wants 
I mean, if Alex Smith got four years and seventy million guaranteed or seventy one million, yeah, guaranteed, but he would have. This would have banked him for seventy eight already I, in three I, seasons. That's surpassing guaranteed. That's already in I the bank. But he, but he can get that on top of what he's already gotten guaranteed in the last two, three seasons. He, may, he's going to get more than seven million, seven million guaranteed. That's just the bottom line. But the team, it? but the team, in theory, like they hold hold the cards though if they do put right. that franchise tag out there. So it don't matter what he want to do. Like, would he not going to sign it and be holding out? I hear what you're right. saying. He's not the type of guy that's going to have to miss OTAs and stuff because he's trying to play a move. Though he's not built like that. He got to get the playbook. He got to get in there. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of things I feel like go wrong so, if he so, plays so, the game. So you don't. So you don't think he could. He can say, you know what? I'm just not going to, I'm going to hold out or whatever. And then just not sign and then just go into the season and then wait until the middle of the season or like wait until like after the first game and then sign a contract and just be like, all right. And then kind of stick, try to stick the contract not to the skins. Long. Not that long. I don't think the skins have the, the cap room to hold on to him that long. That's how I was getting right to say. Because if the skin sign them, y'all not going to have no money left because you got already money tied <laughs> right. on Alex Smith and then you can't top your money then on but Kirk they, Cousins. So, so best case scenario, they got to sign as Batman and then get him off the roster. If he's any, if he's, lingering on, if he's lingering on the roster, then they're screwed. That's what and you tell telling me. And you can always send a, a franchise tag and resend it. So it's not like right. it's permanent. If he doesn't sign it, you can always resend it as a team. And then he can like just Josh go do what he wants. Yeah, like Josh Norman, exactly. He can just go do what he wants at that point. So, I mean, the skins, are they that crafty to do all nah, this? But I don't, I don't, I don't see know, it. dog. That's the problem, dude. <laughs> That's the right there. It's a major risk for sure. <laughs> no, it's a major risk, dog. And if it was a risk, and then you add these laughing <laughs> fools into the job, that just, just hates the risk. Dog, what's the, what's the percentage that they execute that sign and tag and trade? properly I think it's less than 20% that they could do that successfully the only saving grace is how highly he's been touted since they missed the playoffs and people want to pretend like he threw for 5,000 and won the Super Bowl yeah. like, like it seems like the draft like when the combine and everything and you start hearing about players that you never heard of that didn't bust a great really in college start jumping to the top of the draft right board. this right. is what it seems like bro. But yeah. dog, but you know how the volatile the NFL is. One day the Jets, everybody they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Them Bamas going to draft and they just draft regular players. It's like, what is these Bamas doing? Like, <laughs> right. dog, we've seen like Bamas do stuff that don't. Or or you hear like, okay, Kirk Cousins is available, or, or can sign it, and because the media wants a story, they going like downplay Kurt. He's not that good. He's just regular. Blah, 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 blah. To try to get teams to like be down on him and be like, oh, we don't want to pay that much for him. Like, we're not giving up two first. And then the Bamas is stuck with it. It ain't like it's Bill Belichick or we had a credibility where like it don't matter if Bamas make that move, that Bamas already know like it is what it is. Um, and to watch it for Denver too, because Denver desperately needs a quarterback. And they're like, they have enough talent right now where they can make a big push in the AFC. They just have a good quarterback. They can't pay, they can't pay $30 million to Kirk yeah, Cousins. No the players want him. I'm trying yeah, to tell you something. Want him at $23 so you million a year. For Akeem Tlaib? Tag him and trade him for Akeem Tlaib since they're trying to move him anyway. That's true. That's true. That's top not enough. Top quarter. Well, he'd be what more you mean? You're going to get nothing, though, but a third-round compensatory pick next year. <laughs> <laughs> no! You're right, dog.
Go ahead. Hit, hit accept on that Madden trade, dog. Just hit accept. <laughs> That's right. You already uh, know. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, on to some basketball. Basketball heating up trade deadline Thursday. Um, teams are trying to make moves. I'm hoping once we finish this podcast, we just, you know, go on our phones and see DeAndre Jordan is a wizard. Is he still and, injured, uh, though? Or No, nah, he's not injured. He's the... You know how, like, we don't want to play with a losing squad? Like, you just, yeah, the fake hurt jump. That's where he at right now. The big ball away. You know, Wizards have won five in a row. And Batman have been cooking. I was telling Aaron, like, if, if, if you a betting person, like, I, I think people aren't very high on the Wizards right now currently. But if there's one or two changes, and people are, like, kind of split on DeAndre Jordan coming to this team being being a, a better option than Gortat. These people clearly don't watch Wizards games like like I watch Wizards games because right. yeah, it's exactly. a Batman direct center and Bowie right now that's better than Gortat. So, like, I, I just, I'm kind of baffled with people like, well, you're not, your shooting is not going to be, like, dog, do you know how much Gortat is averaging right now? Do you know how much he's shooting the ball? We don't need a shooter. We don't need a shooter. We need somebody who rebounds and blocks shots and defend. Then Batman's, oh, if you right. get him, plus, you don't shoot it. Plus. Think about it. Plus, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, whether it's Wall or Bill, Oubre, like, any of them Bamas will hit that Bama with the lob early. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, yeah, like, we 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 know he good for that. That's right. You already know. And part of the issue with Gortat and the reason why he kind of gets sour on the Wizards is because he doesn't get the ball enough. So having a big that would play defense and protect the rim and not necessarily need offense to be run through him or touch the ball a lot, I think would help the team in the chemistry. Yeah, I do too. Um, I mean, it's going interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the Wizards do, because uh, it, you know, I feel like Ernie, he just one of them type of GMs. Like it's like, oh, I need to make a move. I need to make a move. Everybody's saying I got to make a move. I got to make a move. You know what I'm saying? He, he the, the external pressure causes them to make moves that. A lot of times it's just dumb. Like you shouldn't do it. Like I don't. I don't know what's going to be required in a trade to possibly get DeAndre Jordan. What they will have to give up. You know, um, something so, so, so Uber has to know, be a part of that. And people don't know what's going on. It's basically Gortat is. There's been rumors on the trading block for DeAndre Jordan to target DeAndre Jordan, and that's the swap they're looking for. If if, if anybody didn't know. So, I mean, they're trying to swap them, but they also, you know, it's gonna they're be more not just that. one and one Yeah, it's going to no. be more than just that. It's going to be happy more just, than that, yeah. Yeah, and so when you think about it having to be more, what what would you anticipate being more? I, in my mind, that only says Kelly Oubre or somebody who, one of our young promising talents on the team, and to be honest, he's the only one that I can really think of. He's I mean, you could try to put Mike, you could try to push Mike Scott, but I don't think... Clippers is going for that. Throw um, Sato in that joint. Throw Sato, Sato in Rouse. there. Sato Rouse. I mean, and his, his stock has just risen just in the last few games, the way he's been playing. But I, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what they what they do to get that deal done. And I don't know if you, you know, I just don't want to have buyer's remorse. You make the trade, you give up young talent, and then you look back and you're like, dang. But then if they didn't Next do thing it, you know, cook. Kelly Oubre, James Harden. Babbins is going Kurt. Don't take my baby. Babbins be outside of Ernie House with pitchforks, dog, ready to go to his body, dog. It, I, I, yeah, so is Auto too much? 
Would you be good with them moving out? Getting rid of that contract to get DeAndre? I mean, the only problem with that is, like, I mean, you might, it might be a reset. Um, and are we, we talk about the uh, Skins front office, are we confident that we we trade um, Otto so we f- clear up that money, then we just have DeAndre for for a year, and then he a free agent, and then we do we do. Are we confident that Ernie could then fill up that money with the right uh, personnel? No. no, cannot win with him. So the only thing I mean, I'm confident with Ernie is cleaning up his own mess. He gonna create a mess, and he gonna make his way out of it and look like oh, okay, it's okay, and get a two year extension. <laughs> Oh, he done it man. three times. Yeah, this man been here for fourteen years, dog. That joint is crazy. Like, only I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what they do, dog. I, I mean, I want DeAndre Jordan on the squad. I think he will help. I think having a rim protector, an athletic big who can play above the rim, who can de- be defensive. It looks like Mahimi's got his legs back. Uh, I seen him dunk the basketball two times in one week, and and I, I'm just like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Been, been I actually yeah. prefer him. Yeah, I actually prefer this Bama. And this sounds crazy. Starting over Gortat. I mean, because he's not thirsty for shots. I feel like he plays in the context of the flow. And uh, you know, I I just think he he he's a good fit. Um the on the only thing is he to me he's not a starter. I mean, you put him in a starter role, but to me he's a he's a backup center. Um that you you'll play on your team, but he can definitely give you give you hard tough minutes. Um, the other drama or saga that's going on is this whole thing between uh, Bradley Bill and the Wizards and their play as of late in the winning streak of five games. In con uh, in contrast to when Wall is out there and Wall being hurt right now, and there's a lot of talk about the team being better, you know, without Wall on the on the roster and all these different rumors and stuff. Uh, Bradley Bills doing these subtweets, talking about you know he just likes to sharing the basketball and and, and the way they're playing right now is just is great. And then uh, John Wall, and if you want to check out the IG, the BLK Sports Nine Eighty IG, just put up what John Wall had to say about it. And it and it and to me, it seems like there's something going on. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but it's something going on because John Boy, Wall responds was very like you know like I'm not listening to what people are saying who are not here in a, in a locker room blah blah actually I'll I just play it on the podcast but essentially he's talking about um, you know his sentiments around what people are saying and how if somebody has something to say then that's just weak for them to not say it to his face basically and it sounds like he's addressing a teammate by talking to the media, like you know how you talking third person is like, yeah, if anybody wants to say something, like jump out there, then basically so that's how we talking. Though. And to me, I don't know what's going on. I'm not. I mean, I'm not a, in the locker room, you know. But to me, it sounds like there's something going on. I don't know. I don't know what how to remedy remedy it. Yeah, I mean, like he. I mean, you would think he's gonna be here. Because, like, we obviously don't have, um, you know, new personnel to where they would pull, you know, kind of that Jerry, the Jerry West move where we sign a guy to that, to a new deal and then trade him. So with that being said, like, he, 
I hope like he's just kind of taking it all in and seeing how the team is playing while he's out and kind of, you know, come back and fit in and, you know, maybe work out some things in the offseason, but kind of just fit fit into to the needs of the team. Because, like, I mean, we all know Wall is, you know, has been hurt this year. So, like, that has also been an issue in terms of um, his play. And I think when you compound that to him trying to, you know, continue to elevate his game or live up to what he did last year, having a career year, it, it kind of really yeah. didn't necessarily go with the flow of the team. And Wall, as we know, he still hasn't improved at Jay and it's kind of like stunting like his ability to continue to get better. And he's an over like dribbler and, um, and, and high, a high usage guy and also over driver of the ball. And sometimes he just needs to kick it. Like some nights you might not need to, you know, uh, take a bunch of shots. And I think that he should also do a better job of getting auto anywhere between 12 to 15 shots a game. Because, like I said, if you if you take a look at what? some of the other top guards in the game, you look at, like, Kyrie. Kyrie, it might be a night where Kyrie need to go for 40. But then on that team also, it's nice where he only might have, like, 15, 16 and the, the spread throughout the team. So, and I think also when you move the ball and everybody kind of feels empowered, like, they play, they want to play uh, defense because they're touching the ball on offense and and they feel like a part of a flow of what's going on out there. So I just think that, you know, he kind of has to take all that in and kind of try to um, incorporate that into the flow of the rest of the players when he comes back. Let me let y'all hear what he said so y'all can, y'all can speak to it. Um, it's funny to hear everybody say because I'm not playing. They're getting extra shots or they're doing extra yeah. things. Uh, they're just a laugh and a joke to me. I take that as a joke. If you want to say team win and putting exclamation points or – Everybody eats and all that. I'm the, one of the top point guards in the league that passes the ball more than anybody. I hear it a lot of times I pass too much sometimes, but like I said, I, that, that really doesn't bother me from the outside of people. You know what I mean? I know what I do for my team. I know what I bring every night. Uh, like I said, if any guys have a problem with me, they can talk to me face-to-face as a man. And if you can't do that, then I lose a lot of respect for you. Uh, but other than that, it really doesn't matter what people want to say on the outside or the inside as long as the team is winning that's all I care about uh, they keep climbing the charts it makes it even more easy for me to take more time in my rehab so I don't have to rush back to try to make the playoffs and those guys keep playing well but I know what I do on the court I know what I can bring to a team and what I bring to this team and that's not the case then so be it he sounds real defensive nah it sounds diplomatic to me though it sounds real diplomatic to me I mean he could have took it somewhere else but I don't think he took it there I mean, but that little, to... if you got something to say, he's like, I don't care if you inside or outside the team, if you got something to say, you know, about me, you know, then I just feel like it's disrespect. Like, this is, is feel like. I mean, I don't know. For me personally, just in life, if you, someone has an issue with you, you'd rather them step to you one-on-one than... I mean, they should. Like, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to saying things in the shadows, you know what I'm trying to say? Or saying things... Through innuendos and putting puzzles and you know what I'm saying, just say it and then. But but but, but do you but do you see the problem with with like his response in the in light of why is there a response though? Winning. This is my one there issue with John Wall. There shouldn't be a response to this. They won five regular season games. Like elite top level players are not listening to Batman's talking about other than LeBron maybe. Like yeah, I, I was about, about to say, I was about to say five regular season <laughs> games. 
one against Orlando, who's one of the worst teams that like stop, dog. Just rehab, get better. This is not something you need to be responding to. Like, stop. Yeah, or or even if he did, it, I mean, I guess you could look at it like it didn't need to be that long of a response. He could have been like, look, you know, I'm happy with, you know, the way uh, the team is playing. We won five in a row. And, you know, I'm just excited for when I come back and add to what we've been doing. Something along those lines, like it's short and sweet and the Bama's just like, oh, like nothing to, nothing to uh, see there. Because at the end of the day, um, like what he's saying, like he could he could directly approach uh, Gortat or, you know, Bill. I mean, those are basically the, the two people who have kind of tweeted and, and, and said stuff that people could uh, misconstrue or look at it like, oh, they're taking a shot at Whoa, I mean, no one else has said anything. So, I mean, he didn't necessarily, like you say, need to respond. Like, he could just, you know, take it up with them. Like, if he feels some type of way, if you're really saying you're not paying attention to what people are saying, because you're, you're responding, so, it, like, you are paying attention to what people <laughs> right, are saying. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, they just need to go ahead, man, all get together, go Bob's big boy young, get them a nice little breakfast, chill out, hang out, man, <laughs> and just, just, just be together, dog. Like, I... Dog, you shouldn't have to feel. Dog, you're John Wall. He's just signed you're the leader of the team. You're on a, you're on a super. You're on a. You're not on a max a contract. Super you're on a max. super max. <laughs> super max contract, dog. They don't give those to people that don't have value. So you don't have to justify your value. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. Like, yes, the team is winning without you. Yes, they're they're winning playing a different style. And you should just be analyzing how, when you get back, you can be enmeshed in what they're doing to be successful. That's it. How your skill sets, your talents, and the things that you bring to the table can be immersed in what they're doing right now and they're successful. You don't have to justify yourself, dog. You don't have to do that. So not when the team is winning. I can see if these Bamas was just losing, you know what I'm saying? But... They're winning, dog. You just need to be encouraging them. You need to be like, yeah, I can't wait to get back and all this different stuff. I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I'm going to start talking to my sources and find out, but it's too much back and forth talking. Now, if they if he was talking like that and Bradley Bill was in the interview and they were like, sit, because they've done interviews together. So then I would be like, oh, nah, it's nothing. But the fact that it's just like, this person says this after the game, game uh, here and then this person says this and it's back and forth like we're looking at the leaders we're not looking at mike scott and these other random bammers on the roster we're looking at the leaders of the team you know what i'm saying and gotta get right dog gotta get, buy the bammers some jewels and stuff you buying bammers watches and all like that just do something man gotta keep the uh the, the posse together united especially in success uh um, that's all I got, man. We're gonna watch closely, see what, what what Ernie does, though. I mean, I might have to. We might have to do a a, a special or something if Ernie botched this, though. I, I just he can't give up no drag picks, Kenny. He can't give up the first because we already traded last year, so they gotta draft okay. somebody. Good, 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 good. Okay, that's good. At least, at least that. Um, LeBron James. Bama saying trade him. You can't trade the Bama. He got a no trade clause, so he's stuck. He not about to 
let that up. Yeah. He's gonna play out this year, then go where he wanna go for a, a super max one year or two year deal. I bet my LeBron is winning though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this man would get a supermax contract every two years, though. Because <laughs> right, uh, this man would never, oh. he never, he never injured. But then, even if he he was at this point, like he he done so much, like where they would still give him the max and be like, yeah, we still think you could get it done, even though we seen you job rip up your knee. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go ahead and give you this super duper max anyway. <laughs> so, like, so like you said, he positioned himself to where. Like he's super good. Like I just envision like eventually one of these joints he would lock in for a longer deal, like to end yeah. the career. But I mean, hey, like he what thirty three now? Is it? Yeah. Um, so, he gonna wait till he's thirty five and then try to do that. Try to do. But that. why would it? Instead of just waiting to see what the money does in the league, he got all the leverage as long as he doesn't sign a long term deal. Right. Like why would you do something different unless you're anticipating getting hurt? Because it, because because at thirty five. They'll probably teams are probably like mm. it's LeBron James. It's LeBron. He printing his own money, dog. Right. He ain't worried about right. that. Yeah. Right? Because at, at, right. even at even like you know as he's starting to decline more. Because I mean we could see that to to a degree this year, but like teams would still give him that because of like the fact on what it would do to your your uh your because. arena. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. That joint is gonna be packed in that joint sellouts all the games. So. You know, like, either way, like, I mean, he's going to be good until he hangs it up. All right, follow us at BOKSports980 at gmail.com or follow us at BOKSports980 on IG. Or you can write us at BOKSports980 at gmail.com. Go check out BOK TV. Just go on YouTube, type in BOK TV, subscribe. Shout out to uh, Kicking It With G-Man. He had, had a nice little tribute for the Black Sports 980 on there. And I appreciate that, bro. For real, I really do. Um, check them out. You saga. I think they got the FIFA World Cup this year, right? World Cup. Who you asking? I know. Yeah, they don't want the wrong job. Y'all better know. But they know. They know. So uh, yeah, check out Kicking It with G Man. Uh, check out Where's Buffy podcast with Dale, Earl, and Kendall. Uh, check out where. Uh, I already said where's Buffy. Check out Vegas and Hip Hop Now for your latest in hip hop news. Um, check out uh, Working Title Podcast with Ian. Check out Sports Talk Tasha. Uh, we try to get her on. We'll probably have her on the show again probably next week. So, um, And then I think, oh, my man, Sports Reality with my man Jeremy John. How could I forget? Uh, go support them. Another, another. So I call them like the NPR sports. You, know? you want to hear the NPR sports? That's them. Check them out um, and follow them on IG and rock with us. And you getting shots up, Aaron? Fresh off IR today. Something like that. It's supposed to snow. Yeah, it's flurries. You know how they go. Two hour delay. Oh, Merlin shut down. Yeah, mess with the whole community going in. Don't like, go. I need two feet of snow. That's what I need. Let me really shut it down. Yeah, two feet of snow would be a blessing, dog. For real. <laughs> I make three, three albums in this joint. They give me two feet of snow, dog. That's because you park uh, in a garage and they got a shovel, dog. If they get two feet of snow, my roof gonna cave in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Alright, man, we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak! How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 